I am shocked. Ah, I can only say I'm shocked. We're going to get sexy, y'all. I can't believe it. Jazzy P is on the line with me. G'day, Jazzy. Uh, well, what time is it at your place? I'll say goodnight. Oh, it's 630 at, 6.30 at night, but it's morning for you, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, Jazzy, Jazzy, Jazzy. I feel like I, I need to go straight into the rap or possibly tell you how incredible you looked in that video clip. Oh, or maybe you. just let you know. <laughs> this is absolutely one of Kylie's greatest, most iconic and timeless pieces of work. And guess what? It was you. You came along. You took that original version and you made it even better. Thank you. <laughs> it, it was fun. Do you know how much of a legendary figure you are in Kylie's world, though? Do you do you, do you understand just what a legend you are? No. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> are you serious? Um, yeah. Because I'm, you know, oh my goodness. See, the thing is, I've, I've always said to people, sort of, I'm, I've always been a person that does what I want to do. And I wanted to rap. Uh-huh. So I rapped. But it wasn't about getting famous or having loads of people know who you are. It was more about having fun. Because I, I love doing stage work. I love doing recording. I love meeting people. Um, the only side of it I didn't like was the actual industry and the kinds of people they had within the industry. Um, and if I'm not happy in something, I'll walk away from it. And that's that's what I'm like. If I don't like doing something, I don't care how much you could earn, what you can do. If I'm not happy, i got to go. Oh, that is a very nice philosophy in life, though. And I think a lot of us are probably saying, I wish I could have a bit more of that because all of us feel that in spirit. But it's actually hard in life to walk away from from things sometimes. But look, I, I'm just I, I don't mean to embarrass you. I really don't. Oh, but no, you won't. Honestly, Nothing can embarrass I, me. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it because I just I, I'm I'm gushing because out of all the figures in Kylie's world, like you're you're right up there. You are legendary for Kylie fans because let me let me just when you came out at the Let's Get To It tour mm-hmm. and just took control of that stadium and took control of the crowd and made it your own and owned the stage and that performance is just un. Real, like, oh, what are you. your memories of that of that time? Well, the thing is, I was—I mean, I was—I was obviously half my age then, um, and I was quite <laughs> shy. I mean, Kylie had to give me a bit of a pep talk at one point because um, really, yeah, because I, I was a bit spotty <laughs> at the time. Because um, you I actually a- mentioned that in the documentary, Jazzy, you say that, and it was yeah. I, I, it took me many years to work out what you meant by that because the, the way it was edited, it says, she says, here's Jazzy P and you say spots and all, which made me think, I wonder if you're self-conscious about being on the camera maybe without makeup. I, I wasn't quite sure what it meant. But well, the thing is, I've never been a big makeup person. I don't wear, I, I try to avoid makeup as much as possible. Um, when I'm Big Brother, I, I, I wore none whatsoever. I got criticised for it, even though everybody always says, oh, you should go natural. And I did. <laughs> I still got slated yeah. for it way um but yeah in those days um i was people thought i was confident but i wasn't very confident at all um because i'd come again because my parents i'm so grateful to my mom and dad because they seriously put me on the straight path because everywhere i went went as a young person i don't mean to sort of jump on a bandwagon or anything but i was the only black girl at my school i was the only black girl at brownies i was the only black girl at ballet um so i was even though I did extrovert things, I was quite introvert at the same time. 
Um, only I, I couldn't have explained it at the time, obviously, because I was younger. And I don't know if you notice, but you'll look on every of the performances, you'll see me stay on one side of the stage. Yes. Um, the reason I did that was because, number one, it wasn't my stage. So that's why I never, ever went into the middle until Kylie said to me, and it's not because she said don't do it. It's just a difference thing, you know, because, I mean, it, with my past group, you know, we've done a lot of gigs with loads of people. And it's like you sort of know your place. You know what I mean? So that's one of the reasons why I never sort of jumped out right into the middle and carried on with myself because it wasn't my stage. Now, if you'd seen a show where it's my own show, I'm all over the place. But, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, you've got to show deference to people. And I mean, th there was a quote that I'd said um, that got misquoted um, when I when I did do Big Brother. And what I'd said to Kylie behind stage was that... Um, you know, I used to, because obviously I was, a, I was just a big hip hop person. I was into my hip hop and my ragger and all that sort of stuff. And um, I'd, I was not, I was anti pop, <laughs> more or less, as far as yeah. having it with my social time. Obviously, being a dancer, you, you're open to all sorts of music. But then when it's within your social time, then my music of choice would always be jazz and hip hop. So um, I'd said to her, I used, always used to think your music was S H I T. I said, but now I've been to your concerts. I'll tell you now, I'd pay money to come and see you, girl. You're wicked. And that's what I said. And what to was her. misquoted about that? Because that's a lovely thing to say. Well, so what, what got what misquoted? They did, what they did when I went into Big Brother, they just said, Jazzy said that Kylie's music was shit. Oh, dear. They just, uh, of left, course. Well, yeah. well done, media. <laughs> <laughs> and they left it there. So that's why I'm very surprised that anybody sort of says that, you know, I'm a, I'm a Kylie icon because I got a lot of backlash from that. That might not have rippled out to Australia because I actually haven't heard that story before. But right. it, look, you've got to take me through this. We we had the album version of Shocked. It's mm -hmm. sublime. Okay. And then it was selected as a single and they wanted to cool it up. And thank goodness they did. Sometimes they do that to Kylie tracks and they're not as good as the album track sometimes. Like mm -hmm. in the case of Shocked, it's, we, we not only got this freaking amazing DNA mix, but you came on board. I'm really fascinated. Can you tell us from the start? Tell us everything. How did it happen? What was the brief? Well, at the time, I was um, work. I was being managed and looked after by LA Mix, and recently passed away. Passed away last September. Les Adams. Um, okay. He he. I'd met him at the um, Disco Mix Championships where I got into the rapping final, and I was signed to A and M through him, and he was my producer. And um, he said, "Look, these guys called DNA want to have a chat with you because." Um, they've done a Kylie track. We'll send it. They'll send it to you and tell us if you want to have a go on it. And it's like, ooh, Kylie, mm, mm, will my mm, rep go down the mm. drain here? And then I heard the it, track it, and it's like, nah, I like this tune. <laughs> it's better than some other people they tried to put me with. So it was like, yeah, um, I'm definitely up for this. And um, I went to Bath to DNA's um, studio because um, they, they gave me a week. What I actually did was I wrote it about my partner at the time, so it was quite easy to write. And and they just said to me, you know, listen to the track and, and do a rap connected with the track, and that's how I did it. Thought of and, and, and you based and, it on a relationship that you were in at the time. Yeah. Because they're very positive lyrics. In They're, they're very positive rap lyrics, and they go so well. They blend so well with the concept of, of the song as a whole. Well, I loved the bones in it at the time. <laughs> the time <laughs> actually funny enough I he was cheating on me while i was on the tour 
What? <laughs> yeah. You're joking. I'm You're not. singing these lyrics. Which are saying how much he honours every part of you. Yeah. And while you're on the tour, he's cheating on you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jazzy. Oh, that is so sad and awful. <laughs> well, he was. But the thing is, I'll be honest with you, when I got back, because um, I, I asked him, ladies, if you're listening, one of the things, never ask a man if you're sleeping with someone. What you have to ask is, have you got somebody else on your mind? And that gives oh. it away every time. And, um, because the other question would get a no, well, no whereas get this was, one gets well, a bit I'm not of a pull. Sleeping with her, actually, I'm I'm screwing her, but I'm getting out of bed afterwards, and because I'll take it literally, you see. Because if you say, <sighs> "Are you sleeping with somebody?" that means <laughs> in their world. <laughs> technicality, <laughs> and no so that's, technicality. That, that's not the that's not the noise that they're making. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if they're doing it right, Jazzy. Not well, if they're doing it, it right. <laughs> but you see, the good thing was about it was that I cried for two and a half weeks solid. No, I lie. It was ten days solid. I cried for, and I lost two and a half stone. Oh, you're joking! And this I was huge. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I looked well, absolutely fabulous when I'd done. So I rang him and said, "Thank you." Um, and I really did. I rang and said, thank you, because I tell you now, that weight wouldn't have shifted unless you did what it did. Like an idiot, I took him back. Um, but I got my beautiful son. He's gone again. That's fine. That's all well and good. He disappeared as soon as I had my kid. <laughs> but I've been with him for seven years. You know, we've been together for a very long time. And um, I've wow. always said, if I have a child for somebody, I would never have any more. And that's why I've just got my one son. And he's the I've got to tell you, Jazzy. Son. I never would have expected that these lyrics are so intimately wrapped up in um, the probably the most magnificent part of your life story because it resulted in your son. Yeah, my boy. And he's the best, best, best thing that I could How ever old is have. he now? He's 26 now. Oh, wow. He's, he's okay. A, is he doing well? Oh, yeah. He's an engineer. Um, yeah. He's, he's an apprentice at the moment because... Because of COVID, they haven't been able to sign him off at college so he can get a job that pays a proper wage. But that's uh -huh, coming. Uh -huh. That's coming. But, um, <laughs> and he's in a relationship with a lovely lass. I call her my sissy, short for my... Um, um, no, she's my dilly. <laughs> he's my, my daughter-in-law. <laughs> she's oh, lovely. that's beautiful. So he, he's getting oh, is... on really, really well. And, and, and he couldn't make me more proud. I've never had the police to my door. I've never had wailing parents. Um, nothing. I've never had any trouble with him at all. He's, he's just absolutely the joy of my life he's just my best well it's a testament to what an amazing mother you would be which i'm not surprised what does he think about you know some of some of the work that you've done in the past <laughs> um <laughs> me and my son are quite open anyway um i've yeah, not done anything yeah. that's embarrassed him greatly um <laughs> i've never really i mean the thing is because doctors said i couldn't have children originally so i never kept anything that i did because i thought well we were going to show it to and um, then I had my boo. Um, but the thing is, it's sort of, I've had to go, like, trawl the internet to find stuff about myself. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> because It's um, all there. Well, I went onto Wikipedia, though, and somebody wrote, written a pile of crocs, so I had to rewrite it. And <laughs> I, I put my first name on. I don't really understand how to do it. I mean, it was by fluke I was able to. But somebody's been back on there again and referred to me by my surname, which I thought was just reserved, reserved for criminals myself. When <laughs> Manson. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, but I refer to as, they've, they've, they've left what I've written essentially, um, but they've referred to me as Bennett. So I don't know who really does Wikipedia. But because your real annoying. name is 
Pauline Bennett. Yep. Yeah. So we know you as Jazzy P in Kylie World, which is a huge world and one that honours you and <laughs> pays homage to you. And I'm on my knees now as I oh, talk to you, in yeah, fact. Yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm called Jazzy for, for a completely different reason because I was Why? the only girl that used to go to um, dance on the jazz floors because we, we used to have all dayers back in the 70s um, and early 80s where you'd go and dance from 11 o'clock in the morning to 11 at night. And they used to let us bring our own drinks. And we never used to drink alcohol. It was all pop. Um, and just literally dance all day with towels. That's why you always see me with a towel. Because um, I sweat a lot because I dance a lot. And um, I'd won a dance competition um, when we were changing over from one to another. And on this particular occasion, I beat Bulldog, which is something nobody could really do because he's a wicked jazz dancer. But I was the only girl that ever used to be on the jazz floor. So they used to call me Jazzy. You see, we go to Well, that. and it's stuck from childhood. Yeah, from I was 14. It's a great name, though. The guy that plays Sam in EastEnders, and he's also in quite a few of the kid-old films, um, a guy called um, Cornell John. He used to be in our opposing dance group because we were called oh. um, Body Talk and then Hot Wax because we called ourselves Body Talk because we loved Lee John. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we called ourselves Hot Wax afterwards, and he was in a group called Atmosphere from Birmingham, and we used to dance against each other. I've still got photographs of it, actually. <laughs> Oh, wow. We're all in like these lycra all in ones. <laughs> you, you could use those for blackmail, I reckon. So, um, oh, I, on me, I don't care. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, and we, you know, we did all the um, dressing like hot gossip thing. Um, and that that's before I started my rap group, The Brutal Ladies. <laughs> but, oh, we had, i tell you something, the kids these days really don't know what it's like to have fun in a club. Because most of the kinds of clubs we used to go to close down now. But like as I say, we used to dance all day. And if you had a beef with somebody, you took it out on the dance floor. There wasn't any of this knifing and shanking and shooting Ooh. rubbish. Oh, like, I like that. If you, you had know, a beef with someone, you take it out on the dance floor. Oh, yeah, I love it. Every time. And it, it used to, it, listen, we used to have a boom time. It was, ah, oh, those days were the were the ones. But all the kinds of say, proper mm. nightclubs now closed down. We never used to have people standing around the side watching unless they were watching somebody in the circle. It doesn't surprise me that you've got music in your blood. I mean, this goes right back by the sound oh, of it. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you that, that you, it's interesting that you say that you felt that you looked fabulous after, you know, the issues with your relationship because you looked smoking on that tour. Like, honestly, can you tell us about that outfit? Like, did you choose it yourself or did no, somebody? No, it was made for me. Um, it was ah. made, yeah, it was made because I had a friend called Sven Pedersen. He's in lighting now, so he does lighting for major concerts and things. So I never get to see him. But Sven made all of my outfit for the Kylie tour. Um, he made the the um, the shorts with the, the velvet shorts and the black. Yeah, that I wore on top of the pops. He made that for me. He made my crushed velvet jacket. I've still got them. Um, he made my leather coat, my leather all in one, um, and he, he designed it all for me said if you're going if you're going on a tour girl you gotta look good and he designed all my like between the two of us we designed all my leather outfit and that's uh, made spe specifically for the Kylie tour you looked amazing Thank honestly you. and i've got to say this is with all you know obviously you know i'm a kylie fan but with the greatest of respect to kylie there's a lot of talk from uh, people around that time and and to this day amongst kylie fans that once you've finished your thumping intro where you just inject life into that um arena um 
Kylie's poor voice does seem to pale in comparison. There, there is quite a contrast between what you did at the beginning of the song and then when she hits up to the microphone and, and does, you know, the normal part of the song, there's quite a contrast. Yeah, but the thing is, you see, what you've got to remember is, is with, the, with the singing vocal, what you've got to do is, like, it's, it's a love song, so she had to lilt it. You know, yeah. it couldn't be like, tell! You know, it couldn't, if, if she delivered it in the way that I delivered the rap, it would have been all mm. wrong. It mm. would have been wrong. It had to be croony, singy. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I I couldn't believe her concert. It was like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you now, the girl sang live. And she's, I, in my personal opinion, she did a bloody good job. It, it oh, did, yeah. And I, as I said to you, I, I told her I would pay money to go to one of your concerts. It, it, because, you see, I'm all about the drugs. Obviously, having a dance background, I'm all about the drama and theatre. And she does, she makes it all roll into one. You know, That's exactly it's, right. It's a true performance, right? Yeah. And that, that if I'm paying money to go and see somebody, I don't want to see somebody in a pair of jeans with the head shoved down into a microphone and you can't see the face. I want yeah, a show. Yeah. I want to be entertained. You know, it's and not she just, is the yeah, showgirl, Jazzy. With the, yeah. I'm telling you, and I'm going to be honest with you, the one thing I feel away about is I've not been invited to come and do any of the concerts. <laughs> and I was yes, like, well, mm. actually, I wanted to ask you about that because, <laughs> you know, we we fans demand a reunion. She's done a reunion with Jason. She's done a reunion with Nick Cave. When's the Jazzy P reunion happening? I think maybe it's because I'm a minion. I don't know. I oh don't know. no! Um, Tell us, like that's interesting. You say that. Do you do you feel that Kylie's sort of works in this bubble, or it's hard to get through? Because I've heard that quite a few times. What well, do you mean when you say I've you feel tried. like you're a minion? <laughs> I mean, I've not, I've, yeah. I've not tried. I mean, I, I did ring somebody years and years ago when because I saw all these feathers, and I thought, oh, I want some of that. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> she did this tour, you know, the loads the greatest of hits, and I and I want and I wanted I wanted to do that tour, but I got I got nowhere with that really, and it's like you know something. What the hey? If they wanted me, they would have found me anyway. You know what I mean? Hey ho, get on, yeah. teach my kids, because <laughs> I mean I'm I'm teaching dance still. Um, I mean after I came out of Big Brother was a bit devastating because my career was in tatters. I'd had loads of people cancel contracts for me to teach. Um, at schools and it was like you can't go near our kids because you're a bully da, 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 and it completely wrecked my career to be honest so see in australia i i have to i'm gonna put my hand up here and a lot of people will just sigh and think i'm a i'm a sad guy i didn't know that you'd gone into the celebrity big brother house i knew no, this well, is the I first i'm hearing it, of it it was it wasn't not listen they didn't put me in the celebrity one they put me in the normal one and I mean, you went I've, in the normal Big Brother house. Yeah, and I've seen some people that have done less than me in the Celebrity Big Brother house, but I am sure of that. <laughs> they, I've come to realise they operate on a completely um, different. I mean, I don't know if, what it's like in Australia, but over here it was a case of they play people, um, and all the tests that they do for you beforehand isn't for your welfare; it's for their research. For them to oh yeah with, psychology with yeah it's for them for them it's not about you know they make outlets for your welfare but it's actually mm. to make sure that they put you with who they want to put you with put you I mean I mean you could probably go back and take a look but like there was a girl that came in you know sometimes when they put people in afterwards yeah um, intruders well, they, they put um, a group of people in a few days after us and this one girl came up to me and said you know something, I'm not happy with the way that you are in this house because usually everywhere I go, 
I'm the top dog or the leader of the pack. Oh. Um, and I said to her, well, you know something, darling, I'm not a dog and I'm not a wolf. So you get on and do whatever it is that you do. You go to it. I ain't standing in your way at all. And from that moment, she orchestrated to get me out of that house. But you see, they never aired that conversation. All they aired was the results of her pissing me off for ages and ages and ages, which isn't nice. By the time you've annoyed me long enough, I'm going to tell you about yourself. And that's oh. what they did. And they just showed me. And the thing that I realized with them, because what they'd said to me then was when I was leaving the house, if you cry and show some kind of um, contrition for bullying her, you know, you'll be fine and you'll get your TV show and whatever. I said, you know something, I've bullied no one. And I'm not crying for anybody, not in the slightest because I've bullied. But what I found out afterwards, she was going to the side cameras every now and again and puffing on a cigarette and going, she shouldn't talk to me like that. She shouldn't talk to me like that. When I'd actually had no conversation with her at all. So, Jazzy, you know, yeah. it sounds bloody awful. It sounds absolutely the, like the my worst nightmare. The They've selected people. Was, the yeah. aftermath was because, I mean, they said, oh, you, you can go home with great security. They, they, they put an 18-year-old, they gave me to an 18-year-old and she put me on a train to go home. And I was the most hated woman in, in, in the country at the time. Apparently, I was more hated than the England football manager. What and year was this? This was 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, it, oh, wasn't, dear. it wasn't nice. My son got It changed abused. your life. It did. Because, I mean, one thing it made me do was stay in a relationship that I should never have stayed in. Because I was a bit on the scared side of coming home. Because I'd had um, excrement put through my letterbox. I'd had a dead rat. Somebody threw something in my son's face. Um, I'd had oh. loads of hate stuff saying that, you know, I'm I, the nigger that I am. I need to go back to my white slave master so he can rape me and kill me. Oh, That's all I deserve. Jazzy. I had the no. whole kit and caboodle. It was uh, my poor mom. My poor mom. Oh, dear God. She took to her bed. <laughs> she did. She's all right now, but she it, 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 it aged her. It aged her. That is so intense. That is yeah, so intense. Was, and, and they just completely swept. You see, the, the problem for them was I wasn't the acceptable white face of TV. If I'd been, and no disrespect to her, but if, if I'd been an Alison Hammond or a Brian Bayer, one of those jolly happy singing ones all the way through and never showed that I have got more than one face, every person has got more than one face. It depends on what situation you're in at the time. It's as simple as that, you know, and... Um, but I wasn't always the happy, smiley Negro that they wanted on British TV. So I made them uncomfortable. So they had to get me out of the house because the other thing that I was doing at the time was I was playing peacemaker and they didn't like that either because there were two girls in there, Helen Wood and um, Danielle, and they kept arguing all the time. And it was always over misconceptions. And I'm trying to make them understand, one, learn the Queen's English so you understand what somebody's really saying to you and you don't assume you hear something that somebody's not saying. They, you see, they're not going to air stuff like that. They're not because... Yeah, not controversial enough. No, it isn't. You know, because, I mean, I, to I told the kids about them, the kids. Well, they were, every single person in there could have been my child. I was old enough to have been able to have every single one. And they told me not to talk about my menopause. Because I, I oh. realise now 
that if I was, if I would, if I'd behaved quirky or whatever, it could have gone down to that, which would have gained me sympathy. They didn't want me to have sympathy. What they did was they built me up before I came. Because when I saw the VT that they'd made of me, I thought, flipping hell, who's that? <laughs> you know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> but it was me, but it's just the way that they'd edited it. It was like, wow, who is that? You know, I said, God, put me for queen. Why don't you? <laughs> you know, and, um, it, so who looked after you? When, when you came out, you said it was intense and you've described all those atrocious things. Who did you have in your corner? Who was looking after you? Nobody. Really? Absolutely no one. Absolutely no one. That was so. It's a few years ago now. How have mm. you picked up the pieces and how are you now? Well, luckily for me, um, they, there's a company called Onside that have produced all these youth zones since the youth service got closed down. And the guy that used to volunteer for me um, when I used to run these op- I used to run these open air events for young people to come and perform at, you know, if they didn't have a venue. Um, and he called me and said, well, why aren't you making an application to come and work here? Because like, nobody wants me. <laughs> he says, well, I Aww. want you. So I made an application and I got the post as dance worker. Um, and, so, so, and and that's what you continue to do to yeah, this day. Yeah, I still teach that. I'm going to start to reopen my, my dance school as well because um, I did have <sighs> an independent dance school, but that went down the pan too. But one of my problems is anyway that I stopped charging people. I just let them come. So I've got to stop that. <laughs> so I've got to get somebody else to be my business manager because I'm rubbish, you've, I'm rubbish yeah. in that you way. You do the work. Let let someone else run the business. You yeah. just do the, the, because the, the lovely side. Because it sounds to me, Jazzy, that you're, you're incredibly big-hearted. It's amazing that... To me, the little part that I know of you, um, that you could have been portrayed like that. But like you say, that's the power of editing, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, I had all sorts of people. I'd never have her look after my children. She's vile. And as I say, based on the lies that the girl had told me in the house, um, the guy that was that had to vote for the power, because um, he, had, he had the power to vote for one person and one person only, and that person would be up for eviction and more than likely go and and he picked me but he picked me based on the things that she'd said but she'd been yeah. lying and you see i'm a person don't say something about me that that, that I've said something that i haven't said if i've said it i will put my hands up and say yes i said it i'll tell you the context in which i said it also if i need to I won't you're a straight shooter yeah but yeah. if you say yeah. some say i've said something i haven't said i will flip the script and they knew that because I told them during all my interviews and everything. And that's exactly what happened in there. I got accused of doing stuff I hadn't done. And I flipped the script because I will not be accused of things I haven't done. I will defend myself to the hilt. And that's why, um, what's her name that took over from Davina? I like Davina. Emma, Emma, what's her face? Emma that was, um, can't even remember her surname anymore. <laughs> that's not so bad Rylan Clark is the most Rylan Clark Neil is the most wonderful man in the world I absolutely adore him he was brilliant but that Emma one oh she went after me with guns and to say they wanted me to cry but I had nothing to cry for I had yeah. nothing to cry for in my opinion because I hadn't bullied her she just kept riding me and riding me and just bothering me all the time leave me alone I mean when I say to somebody I don't know if I'm if I'm your friend I don't know whether I'm your friend or not, but I just don't like how you behave. There is a difference. You can have friends that behave badly. You can have friends that behave well. I'm just saying to you, I don't know you well enough to be my friend, but I know I don't like how you behave. 
is life good for you now, Jazzy? Oh, like, God, you, have you got professional satisfaction? Not quite. <laughs> but, I mean, my, my main thing are my kids. Um, and yeah. unfortunately, with, with, the, with the lockdown being on, um, we missed the competition because the last competition we did, we came back with six first places. Adults, like, I well, haven't got that much time for, but the kids, oh, they're just, I love them. <laughs> when you talk about your kids, you're talking about the kids you teach, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, why I only of needed COVID. one child. Yep. You know, I mean, I've had quite a few pass through my home and have to live with me for certain reasons of, you know, their own, but it's been safer for them to be with me. And I mean, that's why I say about my son, he's always been happy to share me. He's never been like, that's my mom, leave her alone sort of thing. Any child I've mm. had to bring into the home to stay with us for whatever time, he's always, always shared his living space shared his time, shared his toys, shared everything with them. And that's, you know, I, I can't, I can't wish for a better son. You know, he's, um, he's been very accommodating. He sounds amazing. And I've had some crazy and I tell you what, this house. <laughs> I bet, I bet. But Jazzy, you know what? I, I, I hope you, I hope you realise this because, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like you've, you've been through a lot. You have. But I, I want you to know that you clearly are bringing a lot of joy and um, putting a lot of confidence in a lot of people to this day. And every single day, somewhere around the world, you're still bringing joy from your work into people's so. lives. It must That's be a hard nice. concept for you because you don't see it. Um, but I can guarantee you it's there. Like, um, certainly I can talk for myself, but I know many fans who, who think very highly of you. Nice. And really nice. it says it says a lot about you, Jazzy, that you've managed to rise through all of that and um, be doing the type of work you're doing because it has a lot of meaning what you're doing now. It has a lot of meaning. Yeah, a few of my yeah. kids have got their own dance schools and the teachers and things now, and some of them are on West End. So it is, it is really nice, you know, and I know that oh, even if I were to die tomorrow, I've had a wonderful childhood. I've had a wonderful life. I've been able to do the things I've wanted to do. If they brought fame, great. If they haven't, great if they bought money great if they haven't great it's just being able to live a life you know and, and by your own rules because you're very you uh, just from this short conversation you say what you mean and you're very true to yourself jazzy you talk from the heart i try my best um it's, it's no point yeah. being a fake um because then kylie have must have seen can i can i just say yeah. kylie must have seen some vulnerability in you if she gave you a pep talk yeah because um let's say i, I was because um I was I was self conscious um, about my size because I was a I was a big I've always been a big lass though, um, but I, I just didn't feel as though I was in proportion. Can I um, can I ask what 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 did Kylie say to you in the in the pep uh, talk? Well, she, she just basically smacked me on the back of the hand and said, "Listen, you, um, you're a beautiful woman. Um, you need to realise that about yourself and stop doing yourself down." And her mom, oh gosh, her mom is just wonderful. She's a lovely woman. She made me eat my greens. <laughs> oh, so Carol was looking after you too. Yeah, yeah, on the on the tour. Because she was on the tour. Yeah, yeah, she was on the tour and she made sure we all had our dinner at the right time, made sure we went to bed at the right time and everything. She, oh, lovely woman. Really, really oh. lovely. She's got a nice family because I met Danny at the time as well. Um, she wasn't singing okay. that much then, um, but she was singing it. And they were just normal people, which is what I liked. What was it like spending time with Kylie? Lovely. Did you, you know, feel a star quality? Yeah, we we, we, we compared thighs. Cause I was saying you her, compared thighs with yeah, Kylie? Yeah, because like her one thigh, bless her, was half the size. Of, like one of my thighs could make the whole of her two legs. 
She's very tiny, isn't she, Jessie? Oh, she's, as we say, lily bits. She's just lily, lily bit and cute. Um, but yeah, she no, she was lovely, absolutely lovely. You couldn't have couldn't have had a better co-worker, you know. Um, and did she did she ever tell you what she thought of the work you did on the rap? Yeah, I mean, because we spent time together in the dressing rooms, and we didn't spend time together in the daytime. We just saw each other on set, you know, in the evenings. And um, and at the video, yeah, at the video. Um, but yeah, I mean, she was just a, a normal, nice person. You know, and she practiced her steps and stuff in the changing room with the lads. And, um, yeah. you know, just well, very down you... to earth. No, nothing bougie or, you know, fake grandeurs about her. Just a lovely, lovely person. She really wanted to cross over into the sort of cooler scene around that time and, and rap would have helped. Like, did she ever, like, when she, were you there when she first heard that rap, for example, or did she, do you remember a conversation about the rap lyrics? Because I would have thought all, she'd it, be absolutely it all, chuffed. It was all done through producers. Yeah, Which yeah. is why I got conned out of the deal, really, because, I mean, I'd make nothing from it <laughs> You all. You make no royalties from this? Nothing. You're joking me, Jazzy, because she joking. sings that rap a lot herself. I know. I know. Wow. And not a cent. Well, the managers I had at the time were kind of crooked, <laughs> to say oh. the least. Um, they got me to sell it, sell over the rights for 500 quid. You sold over the rights to the shocked rap lyrics for 500 quid? Yeah, because they told me that's the, that was the best I could get. Jazzy. I know. Oh, no. I know. Oh, sorry, I don't want to make you feel bad. But no, that's I don't, I don't feel I'm, bad because the thing is, it's got, iconic. Do, it's got nothing to do with her. You know what I mean? It's got no, to do no, with, the, no. with the bad management that I had at the time and the machine they were making from it. Because yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, ha- I, had, I had somebody that was driving me around that I didn't know I was getting paid for doing PAs. I thought you just did them as part of your record promotion. He was picking up £500 from each one. And we were doing about five a night over a two-week period. And it all went up his nose. Oh, and he, you got—you didn't even know about it, yet alone get it. Nope. Oh, that's what. Wow. I, what I eventually did was just buy myself out my record contract because I thought oh, I that can't, is amazing. I can't bear being with these kind of people because I mean I'd have people offering me speed and coke and all. And I'm, hello, look how lively I am already. What would I be like on speed? <laughs> you know what, I mean? what would I be like on speed? Please. You know. You're full of energy already. Well, this is it. And I mean, I, wow. I, I loved like the, the actual, all the sound guys, I tell you, I, I, I have to put my hats off. And, and one thing people have got to remember, you know, when they go on tour, always, always respect your sound guys because they're the ones that can make and break you. Very easy. What do you mean by that? Because how, how so? If if you choose to be ignorant, all it all it needs is a tweak of a button and you sound like crap. Wow. <laughs> One thing they did, and they didn't do this maliciously, on the last night of the tour, they turned our um, monitors to Pinky and Perky. <laughs> so we were hearing ourselves back as Pinky and Perky. Because <laughs> they, they, they will play a prank every day. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Because the thing is, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a stage thing, you know. Because we know that the audience can hear. We know that we're good at what we do. So they know that they can afford to do something like that, and it wouldn't affect what you're doing. Do you see what I mean? It's like a prank they yeah. can pull. 
but we know that we all know what we're doing. So it doesn't affect what we're doing in the slightest. It doesn't affect what the audience is hearing and it doesn't affect our performance. But, um, what you know, the, always look after your sound men because they're, they're lovely and the amount of work that they have to go through and your lighting men to get you looking good. You know, because I've looked at myself that flipping neck, man, if it wasn't for that photographer, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. Honestly, yeah. you couldn't have looked any better. What were the crowds like? Oh, they were amazing. It's like, I mean, yeah. that, that's the thing. It was like you're standing there thinking, they all know my lyrics. Oh, yes. Wow. Oh, how special. Wow. It is. It is. It is the most incredible. That for me was the most incredible thing about doing the whole stage thing of any of anything I ever did, regardless of whether it was Kylie's tune or anything. Just when you go out there and your audience pays you that respect, it is. And that's why I've always said, you know, when you go on a stage, pay your audience respect them because they, they pay you respect and they pay you, you know, they, they will come and- out. Jazzy, you know that you know that the fans know the lyrics to your rap. I, I would, I would honestly bet better than you. Do you Probably. reckon that would be fair? There's def- there's Do you still remember them? Um, I think so. I would you would you would you do it for us? Let me have a quick drink here. <laughs> I'll even join in. It's a hot day. Um, I can't remember which one came first. Well, that's the thing, because in the standard uh, single, we've got the one that starts with Shocked Like the Lightning from Up Above, but a lot of people don't know that on the extended mix, there's just as good a rap, which is Shocked Your Love Hit Me in the Right Spot, called Yesterday and Today I'm Hot. You came to me and I said, why not? And that's what you were doing at the beginning. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because there's one at the the end. Um, Yeah, because that's what I did for the 12-inch single. Yes, we used yes. to have them. <laughs> it's amazing when you think that, you know, you just don't have them anymore. It's so sad, isn't it? I loved collecting 12-inch records. They were yeah, my favourite thing in the world. I've got a huge collection of jazz, a huge. I mean, I'm going back as far as Louis Jordan and the Timpani Five. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got a oh, huge wow. collection. But, um, yes, so I, I, I do remember it. Um, which bit? Go for I, it. I can remember that bit that you said first, and then you have to remind me of the second of the first bit that resumed. Okay. Right. Shell shut. Your love hit me in the right spot. Call yesterday and today I'm not. You came to see as you came to me and I said, Why not? And this is what I got. Love. No conditions, no ties, no, no rings. No Just ties, be no together rings. and do our own thing. Because you, you know, <laughs> I think you're you're coming in in a relay. <laughs> So it's like, <laughs> see, I'm doing what the sound men were probably trying to say. To us. Sorry, <laughs> I can't help it; it's infectious. I don't want to. I don't want to throw you off. Shocked by the power, keep going. I'll shut up. By the power of your love, I'm the fingers. You are the gloves surrounding me in protective love. I can't get enough. Take me any place, any old time. Am I dreaming? Is this sublime? Um, to you, I dedicate this rhyme. You're a love divine. I'm shocked. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank wrote, you so much. The, I wrote it the day before I recorded it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so what was it like bar. recording it too? Like when you hop into that recording studio, like did you did it take a few takes? or? Um, if I remember correctly, we did it in a one. Because that's one thing that most people wow. do tend to like about me when I go into a studio. I'm not one of these dropping mm. merchants. Um, you know I'll what tend, you're doing. Yeah, I'll tend to do it all in one go. And if I've gone with music, I've got the music done already, and all you have to do is reproduce it and make it sound better than I did in the first place. 
Um, because it's just that in the past, um, when you first start out, you get a lot of engineers that claim they're producers just because they've touched your music. And you've got to be very careful with that because then they sort of say, well, I produced this when actually, no, you were my engineer and I produced Yeah, you just it. pushed the on button. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and up and down when I asked you to. So, I mean, you know, it, you do have to be kind of careful. I've, I've learned these things. So I've done a bit of advocacy for some bands in the past I'll tell well. you what, you, you've certainly, you've learned a lot of life lessons. I've also got to ask, did, are there any other lyrics for Shocked that never escaped the vault? Or have we heard everything that you wrote for Shocked? I think I just wrote those two because I was just asked to write a yeah. beginning and an end. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I just did those two. Um, they are absolutely I'd sensational. Book. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a book buried somewhere. With, I mean, because there's, there's loads of tracks that I've, I've done that have never been, you know, published and stuff. Um, what was it like the first time you heard the the track shocked the DNA mix that you were featured on? Can you describe where you were, or do you recall hearing it for the first time? Um, well, obviously, I heard it because you know we we, we had a copy and heard Recording. it ourselves, but to hear it out live. What did I hear it on? I think I heard it on Radio One. Yeah, and, um, I was with my mum. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was with my mum, and it's like, mum, mum, mum. This gin has got me in it. This gin got me in it. And then when they yeah. saw me on top of the pops, but I mean, the thing is, the video. I was a bit disappointed with doing that because I went. Now like, tell me about the video, <laughs> and you're saying you're disappointed because you look amazing in the video through, uh, the, through keyhole. the keyhole. There you oh, go. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Because I went there and like, there's no shoes for me. So I'm thinking, okay, there were no shoes. And then it's like, right. okay, there's no shoes. Then they produce this keyhole. I'm thinking, all right, that means they're not, there's not going to be many full body shots either. Because I wasn't <laughs> keen and still to this day, I'm not very keen on full frontal photographs. I don't okay. know why. Um, I'm just not a, a photograph person, I suppose. Okay. Um, I mean, I do them when I have to sort of thing. And I don't mind doing photo yep. shoots for far up. It's like, say you've got a camera in my face. Like, I'm not really keen. <laughs> oh, fair you enough know. too. So, um, so when they pulled out the keyhole though, you were a bit perplexed. Yes. I was thinking, what are they going to do with this? And then this person started shaking it <laughs> in front of me while I was dancing. And I was like, okay. So when I saw the final video, I was I was I was disappointed with the video. I must admit, I can't lie. Really? Yeah. Go tell us tell us why. Because I wasn't in it much. <laughs> in the in the much okay. in the bit that I was in, you know, you're um, obscured. You're very. <laughs> and like, uh -huh. So I had to say to people, "Well, look through the keyhole, and you'll see me." <laughs> oh, I had to get wow. all Giles Brandreth on them, um, you know. So um, then we did Top of the Pops, and um, now that was fun for you, wasn't it? Yeah. That was. I mean, I did meet like a, a, another high-end artist, but I didn't like them because they were very Ooh, demanding. Can't say. Well, I can Susie and the Banshees? Okay. It was, and they were very demanding, and and they weren't very nice to the crew. Oh, in no. what way were they demanding? Like you know, that like over over the top riders, and you know, just the way they uh. spoke to people, really. And I'm thinking, you know, it, your crap stinks the same as everybody else. And Not, especially like when you're really... with, when you're with somebody like Kylie, who treats everybody mm. nicely as well. Yeah, you know, the you contrast. Don't, yeah, yeah, and, and that's one thing. It's like because I mean, I've I'd, I'd gotten to meet because my favourite ever that I met. I'm not really overawed by famous people. I'll be honest with you, um, but yeah. James Brown was the one for me. 
It's like you met James Brown. Yeah. Really? He said, you can call me James. Yeah, that was oh, that nice. Was, yeah, that was through DMC as well because the disco mix club. Ah. Um, that's where I got the the rapping championship. That's where I've got to meet Les Adams. Um, wow. Soul. And um, yeah. so that's where I met most of the hip hop people like Moni Love. Um, that's where I'd first met her as well, and Pogo and Grant and wow. all the all the Scratch Professor Omar um, used to gig there a lot as well. You know, there the ain't nothing like this guy. There's nothing like this. You must know that tune. Yeah. Oh, you've had some amazing experiences though, oh, haven't gosh, you? Really. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you had, like you said, you've if you died tomorrow, you could certainly say you've had a good life. Not yeah. not mundane like the rest of us, Jazzy. Yeah, not without without a doubt. I've, I've had a brilliant time, and um, you know it's it's been it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. You mentioned earlier that you know you would love to have gone on the greatest hits, you know, with the showgirl, yeah. um, and and I done shot those costumes so badly. Well, they're bustiers. Oh, really? Corsets. Oh, imagine shock done like that. Amazing. Oh, God, yeah. Could, we could have done a, a very special version. Yes. What do you think about when um, you've heard Kylie do your lyrics? Because she generally does the rap herself now during, from Fever onwards, really. Um, does, she, does she make a good job of it? Um, you know something? I ain't even going to lie to you. I haven't heard her do it. I heard this really? one woman that they put in my place one time when because um, I was in Paris at the time touring another track yeah. and they put some other girl and she sounded terrible oh really yeah i don't know who she was well she had big shoes to fill she that she's oh no oh no i've never heard kylie do it yeah she does she's even done the um the the second part of your rap too at some stage okay well she owns it yeah now, yeah or, well i don't you know look up the it, to be honest i really don't i just know that i had to sign it away because it's a bit weird that your work's out there owned by someone. I can't imagine that because I write a little bit here and there myself, mm-hmm. not music, but I can't imagine that you've put words out into the universe and they they're actually technically belong to someone else. That's, yeah, that's odd. Because I mean, I, I, that's knowing what I know now, that's the last thing I would have done. The last thing I would have done. Um, but yeah. on the advice that I was given at the time, shame they haven't got one of those, um, what are they, the, the um, remember they did the pips? <laughs> did you have a, a bad manager <laughs> we'll see how much money your manager owes you <laughs> i'd like to see jazzy p on judge judy with your oh, ex-manager <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you i mean the thing is you know i was i was given very 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 bad advice um but I'm well quite look sure and that happens to enough. all of us when we're young though doesn't it, does. it? i mean look it certainly uh, does. for all of us like for you it was in the music industry for the rest of us listening it was you know in whatever field we were in yeah, in the early days you make dance. big mistakes i think of you know property that i had that i sold ridiculously low and I, you know we all have yeah. those moments but i suppose Should yours are a little bit more public Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. Jazzy, you've brought a lot of joy into Kylie World and, and you will forever, forever be in the hearts of, of Kylie fans because I oh, tell you what, that we, you you put massive smiles on the face. I, I still pull out the, the let's get to it to them um, quite often. And okay. believe me, I will never turn it off until I've, I've watched you come out oh, and do your thing. That's lovely. Yeah, I've got a video yeah. of that because um, somebody in Australia sent me a copy. It's very great. Oh, YouTube okay. It's also on YouTube now. Someone recently yeah. uploaded it in high definition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's in HD now. Woo. 
It is an HD now. That's right, because it used to be quite grainy and it was yeah. <laughs> not very pleasant to watch. But yeah, yeah. Okay. I tell you what, Jazzy, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're so real. I love it. You're such a real person. Thank I just you. adore it. Thank yeah. you. It's been lovely talking uh, to you. Yeah, and thank you so much for your time. You have a fantastic day. And you, my lovely. Take care. And don't be a stranger. Bye. Bye.